everyone, and welcome to episode 163 of the High Sensitivity Podcast, and thank you for listening. If it's your first time here, we talk about video game and movie news, as well as what we watched or played over the week. My name is Barry, along with my fellow knights of the High Sensitivity Podcast. Oh, knights. <laughs> my name is Craig, uh, currently sporting a Cafe LeBlanc shirt, so I'm repping <laughs> Atlas. There you go. <laughs> uh, my name is also Craig, fresh off a bazillion games being announced i guess <laughs> i know i'm a little overwhelmed this week but we're here yeah the news the news itself is chalked up this week there are mm-hmm. many things we're going to go over so i guess the first thing is do we talk about the xbox conference that just ended sure let's do the, it uh, let's do it it's still fresh in our minds yeah exactly so i guess the big thing here is uh atlas had a big uh yeah. showing at the games like persona 3 reload which we had called on the podcast yeah. tell you that um persona 5 tactica which they're just milking the persona 5 series for, for real <laughs> and, they are and the weird the weirdest game that i think they i've the most confusing probably as well is metaphor re fantasia <laughs> is, uh, <laughs> is the title from the creators of persona 3 4 and 5 yeah um it's a very game it I'll play They're it too, probably. Oh, I'll, I'll, I'll try it for sure. I'll, <laughs> yeah, try, I'll it. try it. Definitely try. They're all Barry games, but do you? Did you get the same sense that I did with all these games that it was kind of like a little bit of a slap in Sony's face, where they're like, "You can play all these day one." I definitely yeah. think so. I do wonder, like, if there was some money, like, yeah. uh, involved with with them, like, announcing all this stuff, because you'd think that you know JRPGs do tend to sell better on yep. sony products and maybe that's why sony's like we really and, and there's a chance that sony doesn't care because mm-hmm. jrpgs have always sold better on playstations take for example you know the, all of those really long altelier Ryza games like jrpgs they're on they're on playstation not on yeah. xbox mm-hmm. maybe they just don't care that do you is, think any of those end up on playstation plus day one no Ooh. no no you no. think they're gonna make you buy them I think so. Yes. Yeah. Man. They okay. they should be worried that the Atlas like fan base will be switching over to Xbox with all these day these day ones because that I mean that's what I'm doing. I mean, mm-hmm. I know I'm one of of millions of people who who enjoy JRPGs, but like that's a that's a movement that they should I don't know if I don't know if they're worried about, but I think they should be, you know, cuz like yeah. I legitimately exclaimed in my home cuz like we knew Persona 3 was like we just knew in our hearts of hearts it was also as, leaked yeah it, it was, was also leaked yep yeah and we were all essentially just like waiting for that announcement but i still had the same gas that i would have if i didn't know when they when they actually showed the footage and such like that so like i, I would be worried you know yeah i i don't know it's how many people do you think own both though like an xbox and a playstation and do you think that's enough for people to buy like that series S that they're advertising for 350. Could be. I think, think the so? whole showing, I think the yeah. whole showing was enough to sell a console to some to a bunch of people. Okay. But that but that's something obviously we could still get into mm-hmm. in terms of like which one was better or what was more exciting. Oh, well, I I was about to say I think the conversation pretty much ends like it was it was Xbox that was better. It was Xbox. Mhm. Like Sony did not have as much as probably we all hoped. But I think this is kind of to be expected, 
considering mm. all of the heavy hitters we got on PS4 and now all of those heavy hitters that you know we just got you know on PS5. Right. So I don't know. It doesn't yeah. surprise me. I think PS5 still has the better lineup this year. That's the thing, yeah. Yeah. right? So, but next year is the real question because what do we have next year for PlayStation announced yet? Anything? I don't uh, think so. I don't. I don't know. I'm trying to think. Yeah, I don't think so. No, yeah, that not that not that I can think of, which is the, no. the problem. <laughs> that's mm-hmm. the, that's the first issue they have. I can't think of any. And yeah. I'm sure they will. It's not like they're not going to have any exclusives next year. They will. But we as opposed to, as opposed to the however many they announced here, twenty or so, twenty five, not exclusives, but at least Game Pass Day One included. That's a big deal. Yeah. Yeah, and they um. It made me excited for 2024 gaming. I I have this, like, I'm sure a lot of gamers have, like, a mental calendar of, like, what's coming out, what they're going to be playing. And obviously with everything combined that was announced this week, September, October, essentially holiday season is stacked. So I got really excited watching it for 2024. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, I'm going to play this in early 2024, play this in middle, whatever. So... Uh, right. That's the feeling I got. They may not have, you know, like we just said, that strong showing for 2023. But, woof, if, you know, if, if if this was a sports team, we would be thinking Xbox would be going to the big game next year. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Yep. You know, so. True. Yeah. And then I guess um, before we get into some of the other stuff like Fable. Uh, sorry. But yeah, let's well, I guess we'll talk about Fable. I meant Starfield, but we'll talk about Fable. <laughs> Star yes. Fable. Fable. Um, Fable. Uh, it's what they led the show off with. Yeah. Definitely like and I was telling I was telling Craig this before we started, like I didn't think it was Fable at first just because I thought it was some weird like reincarnation of Jack and the Beanstalk. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. yeah. But then of course it, you know, made itself true that it was Fable. I never played Fable, any of them. Okay. So like it it'll be up I to think you they're guys. They're on Game Pass, aren't they? They they, they are. Mm-hmm. They um, are. I played it a little bit uh last year. Yeah. But like Fable, like is, you know, are you guys excited for this? It seems to be yeah. a new brand new one. Most definitely. Um, the most exciting game to me? No. But if you're going to kick off your showing, you're going to kick it off with Fable. Because I mean, how many people have been clamoring for 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 Fable for? Oh, my gosh, I can't even think of how many years it's it's got to be. Two or three you know. since that last trailer teaser. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, exactly. So I'm excited. It looks it looks like it's. I mean, they didn't show any gameplay really, but I liked the direction and the comedy that they had in it, the humor, and it looks like they're gonna modernize it while keeping what made it Fable. I don't know, um, Craig. You're probably the most Fabled playing person of the three of us. Cause I just did a little bit with one. So mm-hmm. I'm interested to see, you know, like what interpretation they have in this day and age, you know? Right. Yeah. I mean, like they were big on, uh, good and bad decisions. Like mm-hmm. you could either be, you know, the savior of the town or like the worst person possible. Um, so I don't know. I, what I told Barry this earlier is that, it kind of looks like they may not be going that route and just going towards more of like, let's tell like actual fables like Jack and the Beanstalk. Um, but the humor is still there, which is good. Um, it, I don't know until we actually see some solid gameplay. 
Like, I like what I saw, but there's still 99% of the game that we don't know about. Yeah. And it does, it doesn't look like it's coming out anytime soon still. So I'm going to say probably what, 2025 at the earliest. Yeah. Or 26, 26. Yeah. Yeah. So who knows? I'm not going to get too excited until it's like a year off. Yeah. Agreed. Um, can I ask you gentlemen about two games before we go into mm-hmm. Starfield and such? What did you think of the uh, South of Midnight? Because that intrigued me. It was the trailer literally right after Fable with mm-hmm. the bayou. Looks like they're spoken. Like, it definitely has what... like a little bit of feel with that. I, yeah. I, I, I'm a, I'm kind of aware. I don't know too much about like this, uh, like South folklore mm-hmm. um, because there is a lot of it. Um, it's almost like a whole different mythology in a way, but I, I wanted to see gameplay just cause I thought the art style was really unique, but I would right. like to have seen gameplay just to see how it played. It might just be a single player monster hunter game to be yeah. truly honest, but mm-hmm. I, again, that's what I wanted to see more of that. Yeah. I, yeah. I don't know. It looks interesting. It's said next year, right? Mm-hmm. Was that 2024? Yeah, okay. Yeah, it did. Yeah, I'm definitely, it piqued my interest for sure. But it oh. did remind me of Avowed a little bit. Or not Avowed. Um, why am I blanking? On uh, Forspoken? PlayStation. Forspoken. Forspoken. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I'm, I'm intrigued to see what they do with the art style I liked. Um, mm-hmm. And then the sassiness of it as well. So it just, right. it, I thought it was, I thought it was, even though there was no gameplay, I thought that was also something that looked like it could be intriguing for a lot of people. Yeah. Uh, um, and then the other one I had was, uh, what was it clockwork revolution? The one that was essentially Bioshock. Bioshock. <laughs> yeah, yep. that's exactly what we were all saying is it looks yep. like you know, Bioshock yep. infinite. The also Bioshock a long game. ways off. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Also, I thought it was going to be the one to get us to Judas, which is another Bioshock. Like, yep. <laughs> it looks good though. Like I'm, that awesome. one was, that one's near the top for me yeah. of like most yeah. excited. But yeah. then again, I don't want to get too excited because I was the same way about We Happy Few, and that game was absolute garbage. Mm. So that's an interesting one. Yeah, they um, it looks like it has a uh, not Prince of Persia time system, but like I kind of like that you. It looks like you're doing things in the past to affect the present. It's got like a female antagonist, like an overlord kind of thing, you know, yeah. in a city that looks it. It looks very intriguing. Yeah, I agree. And to just like to for the next portion, do we think like do we need to keep bringing out Keanu Reeves? Like <laughs> I, he, yes. he always feels so awkward. Like that's my thing is like yeah. he he's this badass in John mm-hmm. Wick, but then I see him when he tries to promote anything cyberpunk. I'm like, why are you so weird? He was why? so memeable. He I think so he's. Memeable. I think part of it is like he's admitted he doesn't play video games. Yeah, he hasn't played cyberpunk. So, like, I think he's doing this out of the goodness of his heart. Right. He's promoting this game, but it's very obvious. Like he has this script he's reading of details of the game and he has no idea what he's talking about. Yeah, like the 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 words he's saying, he doesn't know what they mean because he doesn't play games. So to me, I'm just like, I get what you're doing and I appreciate that. Like you're trying to put your like you care about it. But like, yeah, I don't think we really need to bring him out every time. Yeah, do you think that, there, yeah, that's do, how I feel. Do you think there's an online discussion versus um, like in a versus kind of thing where it's Keanu versus Nick Cage who had the better <laughs> the showing yeah. like Nicolas Cage looked like he knew what he was talking about a lot more than Keanu. And mm-hmm. 
somebody got fired on his mic volume <laughs> display. Yeah. It sounded it sounded yeah. like he he may have screamed and like destroyed the mic accidentally or hit it, and then nobody <laughs> replaced it before he actually they did their extra take or yeah. whatever. Yeah. So. And then I'm just gonna go through a couple smaller ones yeah. before uh, a bit big more of the bigger ones. Uh, we have Star Wars Outlaw. Uh, um, Star Wars mm, game. Looks good. <laughs> yes, it 33 does. Immortals. That one looks good. Uh, yeah. yeah, 33 player co-op. That's yeah, awesome. What? That's wild. Uh, In this economy? Payday, payday 3. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, which, like, I haven't played Payday in a while. I do wonder whether or not that, whether or not the Payday series has gotten better since I last played it. Uh, Path of the Goddess, which I, yes. I, I really enjoyed that one. That one was cool. Looks very uh, cool. Was, yeah, just mm-hmm. like the japanese horror portion of it uh sim games we got microsoft flight simulator 2024 career yes. mode is what it yeah. looks like so we pumped for that yeah city skylines 2 which just mm-hmm. looks like yeah. I can build my own city looks yep. great um, i i have to mention this yeah what is overwatch 2 doing i <laughs> i i, I was gonna I, ask I'm, you I I am so <laughs> confused as to what like they yeah. they do this whole thing where okay we're not doing the story mode and then the next thing we hear about it is that story there's mode. an event and it looks like it's a ton of story so it's just like characters yeah. are interacting how like I would want them to like it's I just don't know what Blizzard is doing like it, they they <laughs> confuse me to no end right now it is it is probably the the weirdest relationship I, I I think I it's them saying it. like that's my problem. I really think it was them saying please play our game. Yeah. Yeah. Nobody's playing it, please play it. We're sorry. Mm-hmm. They, what they should have done is not released it in October and released it with all the stuff that we just saw all together so we wouldn't yep. so we're, so we that way we're not calling it, you know, Overwatch 1.5 um Agreed. or just or just even not playing it because as soon as October ended, I put down the game like a lot of other people did. The hype wore off. Mm-hmm. Yep. So, and then some of the bigger ones: uh, Setsuna Saga Hellblade Two. Yes. Uh, Craig, I am more confused than I ever have been. You just got to play the first. I know. One I know. I first need to one play the great. first one. Yep. But like that trailer, like showed like nothing. Nope. At the nope. exact same time, and I guess that's probably what they're trying to do: is they're just trying to show you. That it is coming out this year, which is good because we hadn't heard anything since. But it's just such a different trailer from what we saw the first one when he was when they were fighting a human troll type thing, and now yeah. it's you know, and I get that even my co- little computer speakers were doing all of the different voices everywhere and things like that. So it's it's yeah. an experience, but I yeah I definitely need to oh it's definitely an experience. Con- uh, comment of the showcase when i was watching that somebody had put in like the chat uh asmr simulator 2023 i love it (laughs) i love you know what's so funny about that game i was uh, or like that showing i was explaining it to my wife because for me like i actually just finished that game in early Mm -hmm. february i had like 30 minutes left and i did it and for me, the trailer was just a reminder of what to expect in the game. Like I was explaining the voices yeah. to my wife. I was explaining how this they literally did a lot of research on how people who actually hear voices react, feel. There's like a lot of psychology behind the game itself, which makes it made the first one impressive. So yeah. I'm excited. It, the trailer, it doesn't tell you anything, but 
it reminded anybody who played it what to expect in terms of when they do because i mean the game has combat but it's it's a lot of walking simulating slash i hear voices simulating like yeah. that's and puzzle solving so like there's a lot that actually isn't related to combat in the game i'm interested to see if that game does add more combat because it had a great balance in the first one um and telling a great story which i hope they do because the first one told a heck of a story so yeah start to get to some of the bigger games now with Forza Motorsport coming out in October. Again, sure. we know what this game is. Looks mm. cool. And then we got the... It feels like it's like this classic, like, okay, here's the real-life versions of these cars. Like, that's what they always do for these games. They did it with Forza 5 with the Mercedes-Benz, and now with this one, they did it with uh, Cadillac and Chevy with General Motors. So it was just like, ah, yes, that's how we know the game's close to coming out. Is they brought out <laughs> real cars. Yeah. Yep. Uh, and then let's see here. Anything else before I get in? Oh, there's a vowed, uh, yep. from the obsidian. Yep. Obsidian. And like, for the most part, like we just have to see what happens. It just looks like elder scrolls with, um, with a more of a focus, I guess, on magic and you being some kind of super human being. It seems mm -hmm. what you guys describe as fable is what a vowed is, but it's swords and, uh, it's swords yeah. and magic and first person. Yeah. The first person. Mm -hmm. uh, we did have then as well Elder Scrolls Online Necrom. That expansion is going to sure. be playable. That's like, yeah. I think, playable in like the next week. I think it's what is within the week here. Yep. Uh, and then Starfield, the game they spent the most time going oh, You into. missed a couple. I, there was there's one I wanted to make fun of, but like uh -oh. you guys, I don't know if you guys would make fun of it or not. It was. Um, Fallout 76, Atlantic City. <laughs> I try to I, forget the game. That's why I mentioned Yeah, yeah. I was wondering how you guys would react. I thought of you guys because, like, I just I tried Fallout once and I never I never did it again. It was New Vegas, the one I tried, and I so oh my god. Watching that trailer though, I was thinking, well, what if they took Fallout 76 and then just like re and like allowed players to visit New Vegas in a new yeah. way? I thought that would have been. But instead, they're taking people to Atlantic City where, OK, listen, there's okay. a dedicated fan base for that game now. So I get why they keep putting out content. Yeah. Mm. But at the same time, like, yeah, I think we we're all expecting the the new Vegas two or new Vegas remaster or something. Mm -hmm. Not yeah. more 76. What did I um, uh, So the ones that I had starred uh, first one, like a dragon, infinite wealth. Okay. Yeah. Um, now, the only reason I starred that is Barry. If you remember, we both committed to beating Red Dead Redemption Two this year, and we both and we just gave, gave up. up. Yeah. Right. So I've shifted my focus to completing all the Yakuza games. Okay. Instead, so There's I'm about yeah, I'm about 25 hours into Yakuza Zero. Um, so I'm rolling right along. But so for me, that infinite wealth, I was like, yup. You know, like I'm ready. Yeah, those games are so crazy. They Absolutely, are. and that trailer was hilarious. Yeah, that was <laughs> it was. It was, it just was so stupid. I have um, a, mm -hmm. I have a like a dragon question for you, Craig or or Barry. Um, they're doing like one a year now. Seems like it. Yeah. Well, there, there's a ton of different Yakuza games, and then are... you have the oh, other yeah, yeah. one. You have uh, the whatever one with the no name. Something yeah, like that. and that's no bringing name. back yeah. the main character. Yeah. exactly so like yeah. i was trying to get because like i like like a dragon 
Mm-hmm. And I pl- I had I've played a Yakuza game before, and I like that genuinely funny game as well. Like genuinely, like a true yeah, funny game. that game's yeah. so different from regular Yakuza games, though. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And I even um, what's the detective one? I played judgment. both of those. T- judgment. judgment, those mm-hmm. Judgment and Lost Judgment are great too. So like, I'm mm-hmm. in this. I'm in this style series developer type of game but like i was wondering what would be the one to play like of the two and i know that that one of those trailers wasn't in the xbox showcase but like i right i was more intrigued by the one that i saw in in the uh in the showcase to be to be honest well i think the other one was more for people who are have played yakuza the main character in yakuza is kiryu and he Mm -hmm. just you know he was gone they were they said they were done with that story after i think six which is the latest one i believe um so for them to bring him back is a big deal to people who enjoy that series like oh he's back that's awesome um but like a dragon is so like yakuza is a wacky game but like a dragon was like times 10 and it was also it was also turn-based combat Mm -hmm. rpg which is wild um but it worked so i'm definitely down to to play that um the other one that i wrote down was the it was really short but uh still wakes the deep Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That one kind of looked like maybe an alien only, alien yeah. type or amnesia type game. But cool. Yeah. Was it like the only horror game they showed, yeah. by the way? Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> well, then Path of the Goddess was like based on horror, but it definitely was yeah. more action based. Right. Yeah. Um, And then like if we want to talk about smaller ones, I was actually kind of interested in Jusan, I think. Yeah. Yes. That was the mountain yes. climbing game. Mm-hmm. I thought that was uh, I've but like the main thing and where most of my I guess brain power is right now is what I think of Starfield. Yes. Yeah. And let's get into it. So Starfield, uh, I am just in general, mildly interested in this game Ooh. now. Okay. Uh, this game looks a million times better than what any mm. of the fallout mm. games or elder scrolls yeah. games have, have had. And after their half an hour, 45 <laughs> minute deep dive into, into yeah. Starfield, it definitely seems like they took a lot of time. And yeah, and, you know, made this game probably like how it needed to be. And all you can really hope for is that the there's just not the bugs that the other Fallout games were riddled with. That's, I guess, like the main thing that I'm still hesitant about and why I'm not more on the excited part of it. I'm on the mildly excited, you know, fence, but I'm not over the fence. Just kind of standing on top of it. Yeah. Go ahead. No, go ahead. ahead. I was going to say, there's things I liked. Um, I couldn't help but say No Man's Sky, but better throughout the entire showcase. That's what um, everyone's in the comments was saying. Yeah. Yeah. But like, there are things that didn't, that, that kept me away from No Man's Sky that you can do in here, which is more of the, uh, the combat. Uh, They, it, it looks like it's just as expansive in terms of, like when they were just like, you see that? That's a moon. You can go there. Like they, you know, they were doing that kind of thing. So you can literally go anywhere. Um, I hope the story can back up the expansiveness of it because you can get a little lost in creating a story with a with a uh, intricate world like that. Um, but there were some things I liked. I'm kind of. I think I'm with you, Barry. Where like where I'm mildly interested. Not. I wouldn't buy the game if it wasn't on Game Pass still happy that I can use have game pass to access it but I don't know I'm I'm in mild too I was I am a lot more excited than I was in the previous things that they showed which deterred me completely from playing 
Yep. So to show where I'm at now, you know, there was definitely a, a surge. Yeah. In, yep. in my in my interest in the game. I think my big thing with it is it got delayed because they knew it wasn't where they thought it should be. I am also in the I was in the I'll download it, but probably only play it for like 10 minutes into I'm mildly interested to check this out. Um, I think what gives me hope is Microsoft doesn't usually push a game this hard unless they know it's good. Right. And like they are pushing this thing just hard. Like, yeah. this is one of the best games of our generation. Like, that's a bold statement for them to say. So I will give it its fair due. I don't think there's a single game that got announced today that I won't download on Game Pass. Yeah. Yeah. I think I'll probably download every single one of these. Yeah, and you're going to need difference. your hard drive. <laughs> oh, you play them and delete them. It's all good. Yeah. <laughs> but, but, like, there's a difference between this showcase and other ones we've seen, which goes yeah. back to an argument we just mentioned. Most exciting... Mm -hmm hands down was this one no talking for the majority of it until yep. they got to the to the starfield showcase as well yeah you guys ready to talk about the summer games fest hosted by yeah. james keely event <laughs> all four hours of it yeah not <laughs> nearly as many things were announced during the main event, but yeah. overall we had alan wake 2 a lot more alan wake 2 stuff yep. uh, mortal kombat 1 was showed off spider-man 2 gets its release date of the 20th of october we then have a new Sonic side-scroller and Sonic Superstars. We so pause there, Farm. Barry. Yes. Pause um, there, because I have a little tidbit for that Sonic game. Please go. Do you know who's directing that game? Isn't it the ones that made Sonic Mania? No. It's the man who made Balan's Wonderland. <laughs> oh. Yes. We're back to greatness. We're, we're back, back in. in. We're back in. We're back to greatness. Day one bye for Barry. Yep, day one. <laughs> I hope there's a collector's edition where I get a Balan Wonderland statue <laughs> with it. What'll happen is if you take your Balan Wonderland disc, because so many people don't have it, and place it near your console, you'll get added bonuses. Yeah. <laughs> it'll, be, it'll be the amiibo. It'll be an amiibo. The the this like the the cover art for Balan Wonderland just rips off and becomes Sonic Superstars. Like oh I've had it all my god. Oh man. Sonic Superstars was in the Wonderland. <laughs> Oh, uh, I God. saw that and I was like, no way. All right. Let's go. Whatever. <laughs> anyway, That's funny, especially with all the all the oh. drama that he's surrounded in right now. Uh -huh. uh, oh, insider trading. Yeah. 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 Uh, Faye Farmer, <laughs> September 8th, probably game of the year for me. I've never yeah. wanted to be a fairy farmer so much <laughs> my entire life. Uh, it just looks like Farmville. And then it, I thought it was Farmville and then it turned into fairies. And I'm like, all right, let's go. Fairy farm. Yeah. Uh, Pal World. <laughs> Which is coming into early yes. access in January. Pokemon with guns. Pokemon with um, guns. <laughs> how strange. I thought some of the Pokemon designs were, sorry, Pokemon-like designs were actually kind of cute. And that's yeah. something that I usually don't see in those types of games. But then the biggest announcement was the big trailer for Final Fantasy VII Rebirth coming yes. early 2024. Yes. So excited. Um, anything there you guys go. like. I enjoyed your text after that, Barry, by the way. Yeah, um, <laughs> c coming from somebody who is dabbled in all of the Kingdom Hearts lore, mm -hmm. I saw that trailer and I have no idea. What's going on <laughs> yeah. it, now, you know, Craig, you you and I both have a little bit more experience. I, some things that stood out to me was I saw Hojo. I enjoy yes. Hojo. Um, yes. I saw Sephiroth, uh, you know, alluding to Mother. 
that made me happy. Um, yeah. All stuff that like, obviously, Barry, you would not know, but and and Red 13, more Red 13. Yes. He showed up and at the end of the first game, but he's yeah. huge. And I didn't see any uh, Kate Sith in there, but that's OK. Yeah, I, um, I was I was thinking the same thing. Yeah, uh, there's I don't know. I'm super excited. It looked great. Yeah, I'm going to highlight your Red 13 comment because mm -hmm. that's what I was. Oh, my God. One yes. of my favorites from playing the game originally. Say, you guys really like Red 13. Interesting. And he's, the he's the best. He's the best. He's got a great backstory, too. Okay. Yeah, he does. Interesting. Mm -hmm. But uh, never like I am excited for that game regardless. But it just like I want you guys to understand like okay, so it opens up with them like being dead from it collapsing, but they're clearly mm -hmm. not. Um, mm -hmm. It they're talking about someone being gone for seven years and having nowhere, having you know not knowing <laughs> what he did, and I think mm -hmm. that's Cloud, but I'm not sure if he disappeared after that or then that he is came Cloud. Back. <laughs> no, it's it. No, it's it's Sora, Barry. It's Sora. <laughs> it's Sora. It might as well be. Cloud was Sora the whole time. Yeah, but it is like I'm ex again. I'm super excited for that game. That will be, of course, yeah. another day one. I'm trying to actually get all the steel books uh, okay. for that game. Okay. So Sweet. I'm hoping I can get the steel book version as well. It is. It, it looks really good. It looks really. Yeah. Good. Uh, there's like seems to be like tag team moves this time around, which kind of makes sense considering uh but you know if we're talking about the biggest final fantasy 7 uh like thing ever crisis by far the the new mobile game that is the <laughs> oh yeah the far and away sephiroth with a cell phone do you imagine how powerful that is <laughs> are you gonna play it no I, i'm I not either <laughs> I, I did think Barry. i did think like Aerith's design like i like the design in ever crisis at least like mm -hmm. I, don't, I thought that was close like oh she looks more like a battle mage you know? yeah yeah Ever crisis. She's but, not. She's a flower girl. Yes, she's a flower. That's correct. <laughs> yes. Um, other than that, though, like Alan Wake Two, how excited are you for that one? Looks right. great. Yeah, it does. Do you Looks like, like the, Resident Evil? <laughs> do you like the two protagonists kind of thing? We'll see. It all depends. I have no doubt that the story will be entertaining. Remedy does a great job with any game with story. I've never been disappointed by them story wise, but we'll see how it goes. Yeah. I was um I was watching some one one of my uh, the streamers I watch react to it and they made a good point of how Remedy doesn't really do survival horror. Nope. And it made me think and I was like, well, Control, nope, mm -mm. Control wasn't survival horror. Like you know, I just kept going back through their library and I was like, well, no, you can't consider. I mean, I played enough of the first Alan Wake now, you know, all two hours and <laughs> or so. Will you say, just finish to, it, please? I know. <laughs> I told my wife, I was like, we have to finish it because like we're not yep. gonna not play that game. Like we're we like playing survival horror together. So that looks like it's gonna be the survival horror game right now of the mm -hmm. October, September area. Um, so I don't know. Like I, I I'm I'm excited. Um I'm interested to see how this pro this other protagonist comes into the play, you know, maybe yep. adding the gruff to Alan Wake's words. You know, because he was a writer. The only thing I need from this game, and I have the utmost faith and remedy to do it, is the other detective who is Max Payne. Like, that's Max Payne's actor. I need him mm. to say some Max Payne lines in this game. Okay. Just tie it, tie it all together. And I have no doubt that Remedy will because they like to do that kind of stuff. But the fact that you see him in that first trailer and I was like, that is Max Payne. Um, <laughs> Max Payne was a detective and now this guy is a detective. I'm just assuming it's Max Payne and you can't tell me any other any differently 
that'll be cool if yeah. it is. Like, it, like Remedy hilarious. always seems to do that. Like, they seem mm-hmm. to like put these little tidbits of their other games into other. Yep. Games. It's, it's yep. nice. It's cool. And I, then, um, like, go ahead. Oh, go ahead. Oh no! Uh, it's probably something that you're going to cover, so I'll I'll keep. I have a couple of things like starred that I wanted to mention. They're okay. all smaller things though. Uh, Mortal Kombat One. Like I yeah. I'm not into fighting games, but this looks fun as heck to watch. Um, mm-hmm. I'm not good at fighting games. That's just the way <laughs> things are. Yep. Uh, but it like the art style, the graphics, like all of it. It was almost like a, like a moving like art in almost a way. I thought like the like the the action sequences they were doing, like the in between the fights, were just so clean. It mm-hmm. was um, I was just really impressed with this, and I know a lot of people are impressed with it. Uh, it's just something where I'm going to enjoy watching people play this game. Yeah, that that is yeah. that's fighting games for me. Watching people play. I'm I'm still going back and forth on whether I'm going to just get it. I'll just watch like the Evo tournaments. That's what yeah. I've been doing with Street Fighter. So uh, like yeah. I'll just watch that. I'm never going to be on that level. Did you see, like, there was the only thing that I thought in that trailer was the lack of what I thought was any destructible environment portions. It didn't really look like the fighting had an interaction with the cool environments they were showing. Like, that one room that looked like a a billionaire's room. It was like a a high-rise, like, kind of thing. That looked great. Mm -hmm. But, like, I felt like I didn't see as much of a... um, destructible nature to the environment which is something i know they incorporated into fighting games well long ago to keep you know Mm -hmm. to keep people interested and also to make it more interactive so that was the only thing other than that it looks fantastic fatalities all that yeah uh then uh we have the date for spider-man 2 october 20th like uh you guys excited for that at all like i i am excited all sold in yep Mm -hmm. i i'm interested to see the numbers between first spider-man and then this spider-man 2 game just because like the popularity of miles morales has only skyrocketed mm-hmm. to yeah. a uh to, to an incredible biblical uh, there yeah biblical <laughs> yeah. Almost. so i, yeah. I want to see how much like i have a feeling this one is going to sell more just because the ps5 is outselling the xbox in crazy ways this this generation but just want to f- i just want to see just got to see uh see what happens i'm excited for what this one has to offer don't uh don't ask me why I know this off the top of my head, but Spider Man the first game sold thirty three million copies, so there's your answer. Oh, nice job. <laughs> you think it'll be thirty three million? I think so, yeah. I think so. I do too. Yeah, I do too. <laughs> and like we, we just have like the bigger villains and like yeah. uh it was kind of funny like during that uh press conference where like obviously I think this game was supposed to be part of his summer games fest, like that trailer that Sony showed. Yeah. But Sony probably went, hey, we need to put something together. And they're like, we already gave it to Jeff. And then we'll give And then they're like, OK, we'll give Jeff the date. You get the <laughs> gameplay or yeah, something yeah. like that is, is what it felt like to me, at least. But I had my doubts about this year just because it's in fall 2023. Jeff Keighley then cleared things up two weeks later. Thank mm-hmm. you, our savior, Jeff Keighley. <laughs> yes, we they praise will, thee. <laughs> yeah, they, they will build a statue in this man's name one day. You know how excited I am for this game. Craven is not nearly my favorite villain in that in that universe. And there's apparently more, and than there's more. just what we've seen. Exactly, and it's just like you know that that's one of the things that can tie somebody into playing a game is like who are the villains? Obviously, especially when you think Batman, you think Spider Man uh, specifically has some of the more iconic villains ever. Yep. And I just want to see 
I, I just want to play it. I just want it here in my home. Yeah, because so. if you think about it, the Miles Morales game, Barry, I know you and I have both played it recently. The villains in that game are weak. Consider, yeah, compared to like what we have for sure. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. I, I know the criticism for like Miles has always been he's kind of not had the best villains. Yep. Um, and as I am reading his comics, I'm sort of understanding that as well. The Snatcher, I had no idea who that was until I figured out what, who the Snatcher was. What's his power? Uh, he apparently snatches kids. Yes, uh, he does. <laughs> it's, it's strange. It's really strange. And I, and I get that he has the less... Uh, yeah, he has like less villains, but it just makes sense for him to kind of adapt and kind of borrow Spider-Man's villains, considering they're all in the same universe. So. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, like what, what games did you want to mention, Craig? Uh, uh first thing, not really big. First thing is a statement. And then I have a funny thing. Um, I'm calling that party animals picks up where fall, uh, fall guys left, left off in terms of hype <laughs> calling it now. Um, right. I wrote that I started that for some reason because I'm intrigued and I could see it being like the next big thing. I mean, fall guys definitely did benefit from a surge at, during COVID as well, yep. because we're all like at home and trying to think of a game we could play with our friends who are new gamers or whatever. But that's what I'm calling for party animals. That's But you don't think that's more like gang beasts because that's what that game looks like to me. Yeah. Gang beasts. Yeah. Not like the thing about fall guys is it was a battle Royale without gun. Yeah. Just kind of arcadey fun. You know, that's a good point. That's a good point. I think I was more alluding to just something that I, that, my mom would text me and say, "Hey, I'm thinking about getting into gaming. This this would be the game I would want to play I first." Get party animals, yeah, yeah. Like I want to, I want to be able to talk to you like more besides our normal calls and everything like that. And uh, I want to play a game with you because I know you like games, like that kind of thing. That's what it seems more like to me. Um, the other thing I had is Exo Primal going all in with having Street Fighter stuff already. Mm-hmm. With the game not being out, I wanted to get your guys' take on it. That's the only reason I started, not because I was like, oh, this is my favorite game. I wanted to see what you guys thought. They have to have a way to draw up some promotion for this game because they really haven't done anything, like, promotional-wise. So with the popularity of Yakuza 6, or sorry, bleh, Street Fighter 6, yeah. uh, you know, why not, I guess? I thought the mecha thing that they were doing for him was, was cool. Uh, I just can't help but feel burned from xbox's last you know redfall game so yeah. is exo primals you know going to be something similar or not it's going to be the, <laughs> we'll the see. question there. we'll see i'll download and give it a shot it's gonna be on As game well. pass so. yeah mm-hmm. anything else anybody wanted to talk about with the uh with the summer games fest announcements or the xbox thing for that matter in case we missed anything oh uh, one more mm-hmm. yeah uh the lies of p yeah. Do we do we know do we know that date before what? it? Yeah. Uh, no, we did not know the date. Okay. So yeah, date release September nineteenth. Demo available. Yep. Not spoiling anything, but that will be one of the games played for me when we hey, get me into too. that. And me three. <laughs> hey, oh, we all hey. played it. Look at that. We'll call that lies of three. Ah, uh, nope. Get out. We're three because we're <laughs> yeah. three people. Yep. We're done. Okay. See you later. It's been nice. It's been nice yep. talking to you guys. I'm out. <laughs> Uh, but just a uh, just a couple other like other news stories as well that I thought were worth mentioning. The Nick Merck skin gets removed yeah. after homophobic comments. 
And then Tim the Tatman comes out and goes, please remove my skin, as yep. Nick Merckx is a good friend of mine. And it's yep. like, it, it's so strange just because, like, that Tim the Tatman skin, very popular. Yep. Like, mm. every game I go into is Tim the Tatman. Uh, <laughs> there's some skins of that. So I I feel like they can't he, he can't ask Call of Duty to take down a skin, I imagine, because he probably I mean, he can. Doesn't mean well, they will. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's what I mean. Yeah, like you get yeah. mask, but they're the money they probably made off of that skin was was more. But homophobic mm-hmm. comments like, yeah, man, yeah. I just don't know why sometimes people just can't just stop. Why? Yeah. He also got uh, uh, Dr. Disrespect backed him up, too. Yeah, it's that's very it was a weird comment. It like, really I, was. I don't quite understand what he was trying to say as far as like. Him saying, I want to be the one to talk to my kids about what Pride Month. Is that what he was saying? Yeah, because the yeah, whole thing yeah. with like Florida voting on right. whether or not they were going to celebrate Pride Month, blah, blah, it's blah. It's just such yeah. a weird stance for him to take because it it didn't seem like he was coming out and saying, like, I'm against Pride Month. It was like him saying, like, I want to tell my kids about it. I don't want it in school, which to me says. Are you against it then, or what's out of such a weird, it's confusing, weird gray area that he chose to stand in? Mm-hmm. I don't get yeah, it. Cause, yeah, because yeah, and I think for the most part, you know, like the big part of it was like, oh, I wanted to be kept out of schools mm-hmm. was the main thing mm-hmm. there, and I think that's what people tend to latched on to. I'll admit, right. like his comment was really weird. I had to read it a couple times, yeah. mm-hmm. to kind of to kind of <laughs> figure out what people were mad about. Um, but it's you know, it's Pride Month. Everybody should be celebrated how people want to set like yeah. teach their kids or celebrate that. You know, I've, it kind of should be up to them and things like that. I just don't think a school should get to vote on whether or not they celebrate it or not. That is mm-hmm. I feel like th- I feel like that's strange, but mm-hmm. this isn't a yep. podcast. Yeah. weird. But like what isn't strange or confusing is just play games. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> just play games. I don't want to yep. hear your your stances on major. I'm playing games most of the time to avoid what the world is throwing at me in general. <laughs> like I'm trying yeah. to escape and get away. Just play games. Like that's why I'm watching you. Like, yeah, you know I play I mean? games to like stay off of Twitter. So I don't say these types of things. Thank you. <laughs> yep. Yep. Thank you. Just play games. <laughs> God. <laughs> yep. I, I wasn't sure. Did we talk about the Apple vision? Uh, hmm. VR headset last no. week? No, we didn't. <laughs> uh, Three thousand five hundred dollars for a uh, for an yeah. augmented reality headset. I did watch a lot of videos. MK uh, HD kind of came out, really showed what like is it's supposed to be. I don't think it's meant to compete with the Meta. Um, right. It just seems as though it is a very, you know, smart VR augmented reality system where be able to watch movies in your VR little space there. Um, FaceTime stuff and how it integrates with Apple will all be really cool, but man, that's a lot of $3,500. I mean, the biggest thing for me, wasn't it like the whole interaction without using any type of hand thing, using just like your face, your eyes, eyes, yeah. eyes and yeah. So, I mean, that makes it into the thousands for me, but when I still saw the price tag, I was just like, that's an Apple product. Oh yeah. <laughs> <You know? laughs> Overpriced. How many of these are they going to sell, though? 
the Apple the Apple fan base is kind of insane. Yeah, they if are. You ask me. So the yeah. the people who love Apple and are rich, they're gonna buy this and probably think it's really cool. Um, but it's again, gonna end up like a lot of people's Oculuses, where they use it for two months and then it gathers dust. Yeah, yeah. That is yeah. But like, but I can back you up, Barry, as somebody who loves the Apple landscape but is poor, mm-hmm. so he hangs on to his devices he doesn't upgrade his iphone every year or anything like that i do see the appeal if you would have get if if i would have thirty five hundred dollars just to be able to throw i still wouldn't get it i i I, (laughs) but here's the thing here's to tell you as an apple dedicated person dedicated i would probably get it because it that's what apple creates with its kool-aid aspect where it's like it's apple they will support it as well. Like the, right, usually yeah. the stuff that they make, they'll support until the end of time if possible. So yeah. that is, that is right. something that Apple's always done and they've done well. Yeah. Yeah. Any other news you guys want to go into? I just had two quick ones here that I wanted to point out. One, I wanted to talk about the uh, college football, um, uh, not ban, but uh, the players association is calling for a boycott of the college football game next year. Um, So here's the deal. We can never have anything nice. Here's Mm -hmm. the deal. Um, What came out was EA is going, is going to pay each player who is in the game and gives their name, not likeness, just name, because they're not going to do likeness. uh, We'll get $500. Um, First initial reaction, because the player association says that's not enough. Uh, My first initial reaction was that's low. But then you think about how many teams are in in that game and how many players are on a team and multiply that by five hundred dollars. That's a lot. Um, My other thought process here is you can call for the boycott of the game and the players can all boycott and not put their names in. But guess what? We're going to be in the same position we were before where we're playing this game with numbers instead of names. We're going to download the roster update that somebody made with the names and we're going to go on about our day. Mm -hmm. Right. It's not going to change anything. People are still going to buy this game. I'm going to buy it. And if it's just numbers instead of names, I really don't care. Yeah. Uh, so in my opinion, I know it's not a whole lot, but take your $500, man. Seriously. You nuts. <laughs> and, and you also tend to like, especially with this NCAA game, you're mm-hmm. going to kind of live like forever, like a legacy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um with just your name on this game, you know, there's been so right. much brought to this game to even bring it back to life. Yep. And the fact and and, you know, yes, it is a lot of money with a lot of teams, you know, mm-hmm. a lot of there are a lot of Division One NCAA teams. Right. And that doesn't even include if they put Division Two in and that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. So, right. It, it's going to it like I'm kind of with you, Craig, just like take take the five hundred dollars yeah. and then. When you get Madden in your, when you get the new, sorry, NCAA game in your hand, you know that you are at least in it a part of it. Right. You know, it's yeah. not about, it's not about the likeness portion of things, I think for the most part, but your name is somewhere in that game. And that's not, you know, for the past, what is it almost been? The last one they made was 2014. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, it's almost been nine years and this it's going to be 10 by the time the game comes out, you know, that you get updated. You're in the game where, you know, there are mm-hmm. players that haven't been added within the last 10 years that don't get to have their names in NCAA. Yep. Uh, so I don't know. Yeah. Just don't take I, it for granted. 
what price did the players association think should be? See, like, I don't they- know. And like, I understand the argument of like the higher profile players being like, I should be paid more than uh, somebody who's third string on my, on, you know, Alabama, right. Or whatever. I get that argument, but here's the thing. If you're like one of these high profile players, you're going to go to the NFL. You're going to be in Madden where you do get more money based on how popular, or how you know productive you are. Um, this isn't Madden. This is college, right? You already have, if you're a high profile player, you already have your NIL deals. Yeah, you've got millions of dollars. <laughs> you are already getting paid a ton of money, free merchandise, cars, clothes, whatever. To me, I look at it as like, this is almost more so for the second and third stringers who aren't going to get those deals to at least get 500 bucks. And longevity like Barry right. was saying. I'd mm-hmm. take 500 bucks when I was in college. Are you kidding me? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I just feel like it's overly petty. I get where they're yeah. coming from. But like I, if I was EA, I would be almost tempted to be like, all right, cool. We're just going to do numbers again because everybody's going to buy it anyway. Thanks. Yeah. Yep. You know, you're not getting any money now. We're just going to save our millions we were going to spend, and uh, we don't need to spend it. Thanks. Bye-bye. Yeah, bye. (laughs) And I I can't even be mad at EA on this one. No. Normally, you can be mad at EA, but not on this one. Uh, The last one is just public service announcement for everybody. Barry, I already told you this one. As of time of this recording, we're recording on Sunday. The Final Fantasy 16 deep dive is going to be happening at 7 p.m., uh, this is just an announcement that afterwards the Final Fantasy 16 demo will be live for PlayStation. So make sure you go download that. Yeah, yay. <laughs> Do not miss. To play excited too. Yep. And you, you get to save your progress in that one, right? I'm pretty sure I heard. I believe so. Yep. Or so like if you get the actual game, yeah, it'll start mm-hmm. where you left off. Yeah, buddy. Let's go. Right. Do you have any news, Craig? Uh, you touched on it. I was going to talk about the, the, uh, the skins. Um, and yeah. that controversy, because that's just crazy. But we we touched on that already. That was the, the big one I, right. I had. Let's get into games played this week. Uh, yeah. For me, it's going to be Lies of P demo, as all three of us have alluded to. Mm-hmm. And I have also jumped on the Diablo 4 train. Hey. I've played, played about Console four hours of PC? it. PC. Okay. Oh my God. Sweet. Um, um, yeah, go ahead. Uh, Lies of P demo for me as well. Um, I played Loop 8, and I played, uh, I believe it's pronounced Hoa. Okay. That's what I played. Uh, uh, slowly trekking. I am not going to go the Barry's route. Slowly trekking to beating <laughs> tears. Um, I don't have to talk about that. I'll just get my final thoughts when I'm done. Um, also, Diablo 4 this week for me, so I could just kind of piggyback whatever you're saying there, Barry, with your, your first takes, if there's anything different for me, and then... Uh, Liza P and I did the street fighter six demo. Sweet. So I'll talk about Diablo four. Cause we talked about yeah. that last week as someone who's completely new to the Diablo franchise and hasn't played much of it. Um, it, it, it is kind of hard with how slow this game can be. Like mm-hmm. I have friends who are level 30 and 40. And when you get the horse, it is a much easier time. I just kind of wish that, uh, the horse. I could have the horse now, so I could streamline things a little bit better. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it doesn't look great on my PC. But my PC plays it just fine, because uh, I have a, I do have an older gaming PC. But overall, like I'm playing as a druid. It is very tough early game for me right now. Uh, <laughs> but I do hear it gets better later on. Mm-hmm. It it's nice to just have a bunch of friends who can help you out through the beginning parts of the game too. Like 
we blasted through Act One in four hours with my uh, with my brother who's like level thirty or something. I'm still like not that. even done with Act One. Yeah, so neither, yeah, there he goes. Yeah, yeah I'm done. I. I'm done with I Act just, One. I keep getting distracted. I know <laughs> all <Yeah>. those sellers. <laughs> yeah, I think and I'm like, like yeah. seventeen. I think what level are you, Barry? I think I think I'm around that. I think okay. I am like fifteen, sixteen, seventeen. Okay. Yeah, I'm just distracted. Yeah, no, same yeah, here. I get it. Um, and, are you world yeah. tier two? No, I'm just one. I, I, I went with one to start. I did. T- I did two because I wanted. No, I didn't know. Okay. I, I didn't know the challenge. Here. True yeah. gamer. I mean, you get better uh, drops. Yeah. Uh, I just figured my first time through, I was like, let me just do it on world tier one because, for the most part, I was playing by myself. So I'm like, you know what? I don't. It still can be tough. World tier one. Um, but yeah, it's you're crazy going world tier two. Look at you. Yeah. Just saying, <laughs> you're my necromancer. Uh, and then I will let you guys talk about your other games before I guess we all just talk about Life of P as the closing statement. Okay. Um. All right. So Loop Eight. Let me talk about this one. This one's a wild one. Um. Ooh. Loop eight. <laughs> All right. The best way to explain this, and this is why this one caught my eye, because normally it wouldn't, is a anime as hell anime game. Uh, it is a RPG slash roguelite, I guess. Um, what caught my attention was it had a little bit of persona where it's like you build up your relationships, which in turn builds up your levels, and then you go fight. But if you die... You start all over. Yeah. Right. Okay. Um, here's where I fell off the train because I was like, that sounds interesting. I can get into that. Um, what they don't tell you is one, when you're not doing the actual fighting, this is like a full blown visual novel. Like just so yeah. much. Yeah. And when you die, guess what? It's the same thing. <laughs> like it doesn't even change. And I was like, oh, maybe if it changes a little bit. Nope. You go through the same intro again and again it's so the idea is interesting um i can get behind the idea but once i realized that like i was like oh man this is just the same intro and i'm just like skip 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 i already I already read all this and there's just so much like when you first start out it's like all right uh talk 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 all right go to the school talk 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 all right go home more talk and there's like nothing you're doing except walking five steps and getting like 10 minutes of dialogue i was like i can't do this over and over again um, if it would have changed a little bit, I probably would have stuck with it. In yeah, all some honesty. underlying tone. Right. But there wasn't. Weird. It's just like, yeah. no, just start over. Like, that's not it needs to give me something to want to keep going. Um, so, yeah, I, I gave up on that one pretty quickly after that. Um, but I got to talk about HOA and it's spelled HOA. And from here on out, I'm just going to call it Homeowners Association, because that's what I think of when it's HOA. Um, but <laughs> But anyway, uh, I picked this one up because it's one of the uh, games with gold free games this month. Yeah. Um, Here's the thing about it. You beat this game in about an hour. Uh, It is a super relaxing platformer. You can't even die. Um, It's a lot of like light puzzles, um, very, very few enemies. And but where I think this thing excels is one. The art style is absolutely gorgeous. Reminds me of like a Princess Mononoke or something like that. Okay. And oh my God, is the music fantastic. It's incredible. Okay. Um, I cannot stress this enough. This game came out in 2021. But guess what? It's going on my list this year because I don't care. Um, okay. Okay. This game is incredible. 
Like I had so much fun playing through it. I would have played it for like four hours, but the fact that it's such a like tight, concise game that you can just sit down and play and be done with and listen to the fantastic music and look at the incredible artwork that went into this game. Um, everybody should be downloading this game while it's free this month on Xbox and playing it. So um, it's going on my list. It's going on the list for best music this year. Um, and you know, this one might actually stay in my top 10 at the end of the year. Cool. Not gonna, what? That's awesome. Not, not going to lie. It's going to be hard what? to knock it out. Um, so everybody go play that. Both of you go play that. And then you can tell me that you didn't like it or sure. something. I'll be upset. Yeah. yeah. First take. <laughs> first take. I need yeah. all emotion reaction right now from you, Craig. Better music than Hi-Fi Rush. Yep. Yep. See, I, I have my separate list on my phone for best music. And right now it's just Hi-Fi Rush and, and Ho-Oh. <laughs> <laughs> but I have to actually go back and think like what other games had good music that I played so far. Um, Street Fighter six has some good music too, but um, yeah, I think mm. it's better than hi-fi rush music. Yeah. And then what, and then Craig, Speaking you said, of, yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. That, that was an awesome transition. Thank you, Craig. <laughs> uh, Street Fighter six demo. Um, yeah. Wowza. <laughs> so, the one thing that I was really impressed with, and I knew this going into the game based on reactions, reviews, and things like that, they really did make this the user-friendly fighting game. Mm-hmm. They are polite in the beginning. They say, which one do you, which like style <laughs> do you want to use? You yep. can always go and work yourself up to the traditional uh, controller feel later. Um, I didn't realize that essentially the uh, assisted um controller feel was like holding the uh i guess it would be r2 or right trigger button and it helps with your combos connecting combos creating more combos and such like that as you're playing um i could see where people who are getting started think it's a little bland in the beginning but they're just teaching you how to play um i don't think that the fighting um the stoppage points in the beginning so they could teach you the different things because i just wanted to get it from square one I didn't mm-hmm. think those stoppages took any feel away from the game, but then they throw you into the world yeah. where you're walking around and you could beat up anybody. Essentially, everybody has a level to them. Everybody has like a, a name or at least a designation with the kind of person they are. And um, I kind of bought into the limited amount of time in that open world that they showed. Um, they have the food truck so you can bring up your health again um, with nice uh visuals for the food that you're eating right before you do they have all that kind of stuff that people like including myself yeah Mm -hmm. (laughs) exactly (laughs) and um the combat's great um i didn't do a lot of it because the demo actually is pretty short um and but like what i did play the combat that i did play i did like uh i just i'm still I'm still on the fence of whether I would want to purchase it. I might be the waiter because like I, I'm like you guys. I'm not good at fighting games anymore. I was better as a kid at fighting games, mm-hmm. back, you know, than I am now. But I kind of really wanted to put some type of some some number of eggs in this basket this year. I just don't know if I could do it right now. And then to top it all off, the demo ends right when they tell you because you're supposed to meet um player sorry characters from the original game and subsequent games you meet them throughout your your journey and they kind of teach you an art or teach you a fighting style a move so that you can you know do different things with your character 
Um, the character creation's fine. I didn't spend a lot of time with it. I just wanted to demo it. Um, but they end the demo with the, the, with uh, one of the characters in the game saying, all right, now you got to go meet Chun-Li. And I literally said, I get to meet Chun-Li. And then it was like, you are finished with your demo. And I was like, mm. I was like, that's how they get you. They tell you to yep. go meet Chun-Li and then they end it. So you go buy the game out of emotion. But all in all, it's a good, it's a good demo. It's a good game. It's very colorful. It, 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 it's fun. It's fun. I just, it didn't do it for me to spend the money, but that's also because I have a bunch of games that I am going to be playing anyway you know, instead. So I probably, I probably will pick it up later. That's fair. Lies of P. Yeah. Demo then. Uh, talking about a demo that's not that short. It is, right. a, it is a fairly, it's a fairly girthy demo. Uh, overall, Lies of P, my bold prediction is the reason they're not making Bloodborne 2 is because Lies of P is Bloodborne. <laughs> it's right here. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> this is your Bloodborne 2, if that's what you're yep. looking for. Mm-hmm. I... I still really don't know what the whole like lying lie or die sort of yeah. portion is because yeah. in the demo, there are these certain moments where you lie and then like, it looks like it hurts them a little bit, but then nothing happens. So I have no idea what this lying mechanic is supposed to do. And maybe we get a bit more into it with it. Overall, it's a souls born of, very much to the core it is very bloodborne like with some very victorian you know type scenery with a lot of machinery you know type of things built in with you know geppetto being this world-class builder of puppets and you you know pinocchio are the most special puppet of all (laughs) uh, because you can lie apparently however that however that works and I I overall enjoyed it. It's a little bit slower than Bloodborne, I think. Uh, it's just not as fast than, as the other ones, but maybe with weight and things like that, your player becomes faster. There's a lot of kind of stuff to it. But, like, the main thing there is, you know, you get... Your weapons all have, like, these two different sort of special attacks that you can do with them. And you kind of decide which one you want to use your bar for to do, uh, you know, to do that, whether... One does like a slash and stuns. The other increases attack. Um, there's a ton of like different weapons. It seems like in your arm, you can trade out your arm yeah. for, you know, there's a rocket thing that pulls people closer to you. And then the other one you can unlock is pretty much an electric lightning bolt that you just shoot at people sort of deal. I, I overall enjoyed it. I, I wasn't like as impressed as I guess I thought I would be with lies of P, but I guess it's more or less because it just does feels like Bloodborne 2, but I also just don't know again, like, is there something more to this lying mechanic that I don't understand? Is it eventually something that will come to play a bigger part than what I think it will? But what did you guys yeah. think? I thought it looked smooth. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I, I don't It's maybe because I haven't played enough like Souls type games, but I was so confused at first about having to like resharpen my sword. Yeah, I was like, mm-hmm. so I was like, the first time I was like, why am I just taking damage? What is going on? And I was like, oh, I have to resharpen it because it loses its durability. Um, I think the design is cool. It looks really cool. Um, I don't know. I think I think this one's gonna be a big hit on Game Pass. I think it will. Yeah, as well. I know I texted the both of you, and I was mm-hmm. like, Game Pass though, like yeah. good move. Yep. Um, the sharpening of the sword reminds me of Monster Hunter. Um, yeah. 
it's just like you feel like you had to do that in more hectic times because usually you have to do that like while you're fighting a monster um mm-hmm. but i'm i'm bought into the to the uh atmosphere and the environment uh it seemed like for lack of a better term that the combat at least it felt in the beginning could use a little wd-40 um yeah. because for it lack did of feel a better yeah because yeah. Machines. yeah that was yeah that was my I, that, <laughs> the joke you were going for that was a joke the delivery wasn't there um <laughs> the delivery can use the wd-40 but um i um after i got the mechanics to that feel down um there are some things they're doing different and they do have like the classic souls, like souls born things, but you know, Barry, you're right. Souls, it's bloodborne too. Um, just kind of more of a mechanized thing. It also reminds me of the game, Craig, that I know at least you and I played, what was that one in the, during the French Re- revolution? Oh yeah. Steel rising, steel rising. Yeah. It looked steel rising missed mm-hmm. a lot of marks, but it looked yeah. like that's where they were going except they just didn't <laughs> like they just didn't <laughs> yeah. they just didn't execute so it had kind of a feel like that i'm interested to see the, the lying mechanic more as well but as soon as i beat that first heavy character and opened the doors in that train station uh, not spoiler alert in that train yeah. station and opened it up like i was like i'm bought in i saw mm-hmm. like I, I, i'm in bloodborne is 90 percent about the environment in terms of what it, its lasting impression was because it does have the Souls feel like you can get in any Souls game. But like what made Bloodborne, people like myself, revere Bloodborne for years past was what they were able to execute in the, a little bit of the enemy build and who you fought in the world. But it was the world. Like it was like, oh my God, where am I? <laughs> like, you know, what is this? So You're in England, mate. Yeah. 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 <laughs> so I can't wait to play it. Um, I don't think it's going to be a top five for me, but we'll see right. how it unfolds. You know? I do feel like it does need to be a tad faster. I agree with you, Barry. Yeah, mm-hmm. and I just don't know whether or not that fatness, fastness becomes... because, And it seems like they do a weight thing mm-hmm. where maybe your character moves a bit faster when you're using lighter stuff rather than heavy. I picked the balanced. I picked the uh, light one, yeah. and I still felt yeah. slow. Oh, okay, yeah. so maybe it really doesn't matter. Maybe it's still mm-hmm. like the same pace there. So that was something I was considering, but if you pick the light one, then that would be where it's different. It, Did we the, all finish the demo? Yeah. The the okay. light was interesting because the heavy attack with the light, I don't know if it's the same for you guys with what you picked, but it was like he would like lunge forward and stab and then immediately jump back out of the way. So like all you had to do for like the bosses was just spam that because he would like mm-hmm. hit them and jump back out of the way and you wouldn't get hit and just keep doing it. Um, so I, I don't know if that was like an oversight or what, but but yeah, I, I beat it. If it works, it works. Yeah, <laughs> I was I was also an idiot when I started playing, because when you do get to that heavy character um, that you fight, that's like the first real challenge. I was just using the standard attack because mm-hmm. I was still trying to feel out like what the extras were, you know, that you can do that made that makes the game different. So it took me a while to beat him mm-hmm. because I was trying to figure that out. <laughs> He's pretty yeah, brutal. I, yeah, he yeah. is. The one thing that's kind of still hard to get down is like when you block something if it's a perfect block, you don't take any damage. Right. But if it is a, a block that you take a hit for, you can recover health just like in Bloodborne. It mm. just feels like the um, the enemies are deliberately like super slow. Yeah. Because I'm sitting mm. there like waiting for them to attack <laughs> me, and it takes five minutes to load it up, and then I'm like, you know what? I I've run out of patience. I'm just gonna kill you. 
sort yeah. of deal where I would just rather do that instead of wait for them to hit me so I could perfect block. Yep. Um, but yeah, like Lies of P, this demo kind of drummed up a bit more excitement for me. Uh, just hopefully it kind of continues with what it's doing there. Yeah. Uh, I thought I, I do think really the art style is what makes this game. It is, it is uh, the Dark Victorian. It's just really cool. I like oh, always good. It. Yeah. Super when executed cool. correctly, you can always get me or a lot of people with that. Mm-hmm. Movies and TV shows then. Sure. All right. Yes. Uh, the only movie I watched was Transformers Rise of the Beasts. Man, you've been busy in the theaters, huh? Look at you. And I'm going to go see Flash next week. So, <laughs> uh-huh. um, All right. So I finished the first season of Bupkis. Got all okay. that done. And then I watched uh, the movie everybody was excited about, Flamin' Hot, uh, about how the <laughs> Flamin' Hot Cheetos were made. Oh, I know that story. Mm-hmm. Like, well, or at least I know like a little bit of it. Yeah. Let me just say one word: janitor. Or yep. yep. Okay. I know that's. <laughs> I know the backstory. I don't know the movie though. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, for me, I just watched Dungeons and Dragons: Honor Among Sweet. Thieves. I'm trying to carve out more time where I can watch stuff because I just go straight to gaming. But I want to be able to. <laughs> Enjoy yeah, imagine war. if you beat Tears of the Kingdom, how much more time you'd have. <laughs> so Crazy. true. Crazy how that works. Mm-hmm. Valid point. Maybe you should just start playing Tears of the Kingdom handheld while you watch movies. Oh, my God. Wait, is the, sw- <laughs> is the Switch handheld? No, it's-, <laughs> it's a possibility. You could do that. I need you might, to. You're going to have to find a way to make the Switch handheld, though. That's going to be the difficult part. How do you get it out of yeah. the, you know? <laughs> i don't think it's gonna come out anymore it's it's fused (laughs) yeah i'll I'll watch a youtube video or two (laughs) used ultra hand and fused it to the (laughs) there's the the corny joke i have for i love it that was more of that That do more of that (laughs) uh oldest movie in here right now is honor among thieves so craig you're up first well there was honor among thieves in this movie. Oh, God. Um, Chris, Chris Pine is Chris Pine. I, I love him. Um, I love him in every movie. Uh, there, I was surprised, and I know that this movie has already been talked about on this podcast, but I was surprised at the amount of humor that they injected. And, it, and I kept going up with theories in my head because I know that there is a very dedicated Dungeons & Dragons um, fan base audience um people with decades worth of experience doing it either being a dungeon master or or whatever and it looked like they kept what would appear in any not every but in certain created dungeons and dragons storylines that dungeon masters all over the world make but it looked like they really infused that humor in there to get the general audience to get the millions and such like that just to try to keep that it also looked with the with who they casted um I think it was a well, a well balanced cast. Um, Michelle Rodriguez like just make cracked me up the whole time. Um, I, I love her so much, and in every movie that she is in, she just spices everything up with her delivery and how she particularly acts in general. Um, I did not know Sophia Lillis was in it, which she was the um, oh my god, I don't even know what you call her. Um, she was the one who was trying to protect the forest, but I know her. She is from a druid. Druid, yeah, thank you. Druid. Which, yep. which the person playing the druid in, in Diablo uh, answered, which is great. <laughs> um, 
but no, no, on purpose. I, I see what you're doing. Yeah, <laughs> I I enjoyed her from it. Uh, she was um, Beverly in it, and as you guys know, I I really love it. So uh, that was nice. I thought Hugh Grant was fantastic as Forge. Um, he still he still can deliver a line and <laughs> and, and still and still do what he does best. And it, it, it told a great story. They didn't spend too much time in any one location. And uh, like some of the action parts were action enough. So it was a great movie. It's not my favorite of this year. It won't be my favorite of this year, but I enjoyed it. I giggled and like belly laughed. So I consider that a win. Those are two different types of laughing that happened in moments in the movie for me. So it's great. I recommend watching it. It's available for streaming now if you have a Prime account. So go get that. Go do that. Word. <laughs> All right. Um, you want to talk about Bubkiss or do I yeah. get into... Okay. Yeah, we can do that. Did you finish the season, Barry? No, I'm halfway okay. through. Okay. So I'll be vague then. Um, okay. It was the way the season ended. I was unaware that they were aiming for multiple seasons, but they are. Um, I will say that the thing that I bring away most from this show is whether or not it's intentional. Uh, it makes me annoyed with Pete Davidson more. <laughs> oh, why? Um, I don't. I mean, you know, it's like the whole thing with this show is like some of it's based on real life. Some of it's not majority of it's made up. Um, but he's just like in this show, just the most self-centered only cares about himself type person. And they have kind of like a, uh, a redemption arc at the end of the season. Um, but even then I was just like, man, whether they wanted to or not, I'm just like, I enjoy Pete Davidson. I think he's funny, but like this character, which is supposed to be him. It's like, man, he is just the worst. He really, <laughs> he really is. You know, um, I enjoyed the show. The amount of cameos in every episode is just incredible. Like the people he can pull, um and they all do it yeah 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 and it's it's definitely worth the watch um it's just funny that like i was like man he's like getting on my nerves because he's just (laughs) so like i don't know he's but regardless like it's definitely worth a watch i i really enjoyed it and i'll be there for season two for sure i just don't want to get into details obviously tell barry you finish it yeah and and i will so in perfect segue to another Pete Davidson-led <laughs> performance, Transformers Rise of the Beast. Pete Davidson. Let's a, go. A sequel to, I, and I guess it's the same universe as Bumblebee. This is what mm-hmm. they're having it. Uh, movie takes place okay. in the 1990s this time around. Uh, Pete Davidson Mirage leads the cast along with, and I'm going to have to bring up the cast list here because the one guy. He's is from In, in the Heights. In, yes, In the Heights, which was. Uh, to be Anthony fair, Ramos, is that his name? I, th- I I thought is so. That right? I'm about to Rise of the Beasts. I think that's his name. I enjoy him a lot. Yeah, and he was good. At, he was good in that. Yeah, Anthony mm-hmm. Ramos. Mm-hmm. Uh, I didn't realize Lisa Koshy was RC, but now mm-hmm. I realize that. Uh, Peter Cullen is still always going to be Optimus Prime. Man, is he just he, his voice for Optimus mm-hmm. Prime? That's his great. voice is awesome. Yep. yep. Yeah, Peter Dinklage is scorched. That's so cool. uh, yes, uh, there, there's a lot of different um, stuff. And uh, Cristo Fernandez, if we don't know who he is, he is uh, from Ted Lasso and yeah. the short and the short little bit in Venom as well. Uh, mm-hmm. He's the bartender at the end of Venom, the, 
Oh, okay. He plays Wheeljack. He is in this game. It's kind of, sorry, movie. It's kind of interesting. I didn't hate this movie. There are a lot of things that this movie, I was kind of like, oh, it went that direction. Let's see where it goes. Oh, it went this direction. Let's see how this goes. And then the ending. How do you feel about that uh, end credit scene? That that's what I mean. Like, oh, yeah, I heard yeah. all about it. <laughs> I was I, I looked over to my friend who I went to the I went to the movies with and I was like, what the F was that? Like, so I good. I was so confused. Yeah. Um, but Combining I, that I, Hasbro universe, baby. Yeah, it's the Hasbro <laughs> universe what they're making. I I just didn't expect it because I thought I thought at the end of that movie, like they were doing this post credit thing, and I thought it was going to like make some reference to maybe the future, like you know, Transformers movies that they're doing or something sure. like that. And I guess in a way it does, but you, because we're in the cinematic universe of Marvel, DC, we're now in the Hasbro universe. <laughs> is, what, is what we're looking at, and yep. I won't say any more than that considering um the movie does like i do like its action sequences i do like that optimus prime is more like wary of humans in this one he's not just like oh protect the humans kind of thing he apparently learns that i do wish we got to see more of the maximals uh Mm -hmm. they are kind of side characters to all this but um optimus primal the gorilla is cool um the the maximal oh man her name is like really hard to pronounce too it's like heresy or okay. something like that um kind of like the wise of all the maximals sort of deal there but uh man i'm just trying not to spoil some of the stuff because <laughs> man this movie's weird it does so, some really weird stuff the the question i have because i was going to yeah. go see this this weekend and then i came to the conclusion is this the right movie just to wait until it's streaming? Yeah. Okay. Oh, good question. Because I, I, okay. I was like, you know, I was reading reviews and I was like, do I really need to see this in theaters? I feel like I don't. Is it a yeah? It, and okay, I, I would definitely say like it's more of a streaming movie. Like, yeah. ha- had I paid money to go see it, I probably would have let. I probably would have went like, eh, you know, it's not terrible. Mm-hmm. That's probably how I would have felt, but. You know, at the the ending, you know, gave me something to talk about. <laughs> yeah. yeah, but everybody's talking about it. Yeah, like it it just is always weird for me. And this is the past couple like Transformers movies where, you know, Optimus is just suddenly stronger. And I'm just not sure if that's how it works. Like he doesn't receive a power up like in some of the older Transformer <laughs> movies where now he's stronger than Megatron. Uh, not Megatron doesn't spark. even yeah, Megatron yeah. doesn't even make an appearance in this mm. one. It's all oh, about wow. um, it's all about the plant planet eating Transformer. Mm. Uh, but they, it's entertaining enough for okay. me. Like they give the the humans are a bit more interactive in this one. Like it's um, and also because it's not Michael Bay directing it, his studio produced the film, but it's not him directing it. So it's not like. Trans- it's not Optimus Prime and Megatron fighting each other, and there's 20 different cuts in a five right. se- in a five second yeah. segment. It's uh, action's a bit more drawn out. You get to see the animations and that kind of thing. It's always funny because to me, like there's always a couple of frames 
where it's like we gotta show optimus prime transforming from a truck to a robot yep. like they do that constantly in this movie that's it's like the, oh did that's you forget the he's a truck yep. yeah <laughs> it's like oh did you forget he's a truck guess what that truck's guess now a what? robot <laughs> Yeah, but those are always the coolest, man. The highlight of that trailer for me was uh, Anthony Ramos getting out of the car while it transforms behind him in slow-mo. Yep. Like, that's so cool. Like, that's yeah. the shots I want in a Transformers I, movie. I can't wait to, like, if you, did you get spoiled on what happens not in the post credit scene, but in the big fight? No, no, I didn't. Okay. I'd love to see what you think about that. Okay. Because um, <laughs> it, I, I don't know if they ever did it in Transformers or Maximals, but what happens with Anthony Ramos's character I was like, I just looked at the screen like, what is going on? (laughs) It is. It's entertaining enough, Mm -hmm. but it uh, but it is quite weird. Um, Listen, I'm I'm coming off watching Fast 10 again um, because it's streaming. So like nothing is off limits for me at this point. Everything is possible. (laughs) (laughs) Anything is possible with uh, yep. with it. Okay. Look, if you feel like it, I, I do wonder how fast it'll come to streaming because it never feels like it comes fast enough there. Right. But yeah, it's it's an all right movie that I think it's almost like worth talking about more than almost going to see it at this point. Because okay. ev- everyone's like, what was that post credit yeah. scene? Mm-hmm. And, you know, what does it mean for the next movie? Or are they doing that other franchise before starting the next movie? Like, is this a right. reboot of everything? It, it really is all over the place. Where's Channing Tatum? Um, Where's, yeah. <laughs> Where's the but, rock? Uh, yeah. I, I do think, though, that uh, Pete Davidson's performance in this is actually pretty good. Okay. Like, um, he's, he's meant to be kind of like Bumblebee doesn't take center stage in this one. He is a a side character where Mirage Pete Davidson's character is a lot more of a, he he's that Bumblebee sort of way. He's cracking jokes. He's meant to be kind of the, the fun have, you know, having fun with the human character like Bumblebee was in the past movies. Uh, just like overall, I, I enjoy it though. Like he, he walks a fine line of not being annoying and okay. just being entertaining enough and which is good on him. Like, yeah. you know, it's, Bubkiss apparently, you know, the character he plays is, you know, self-centered a-hole. But oh, he's, yeah, in this he's the one, he's, a, he's kind of a little fun transformer. I didn't mind him at all. Okay. I'll be interested to see what you guys think. I yeah, I'm excited yeah, to yeah. watch it, but, like, I, yeah. I think I'm going to wait. Because yeah. that's, um, is that Paramount? Is that Universal? I, it should be. It should okay. be Paramount. It so, should be Paramount that gets it. If you think about Fast 10, this week just went to rent streaming, and it's been out in the theaters for... A month, and I think it's still out in theaters. Yeah, it is. So yeah. I would imagine Transformers can't be probably three or four weeks from now. It's going to be streaming. Yeah, yeah. I would imagine. One thing yeah. I do want to say: this is completely off topic from any of the movies we've talked about. Hmm? Good on like the Super Mario movie for already being out. Yes, like that. That in itself, I was like, you know what? This is cool. Like, I just, you know, we just saw it maybe a month or two ago, and yep. now it's already on 4K, you know, DVD to watch. Like. It, I, I hate the fact that, that I got up, a, didn't you? Oh yeah, it's getting <laughs> sent. To me, but yeah, it's getting sent to me. But yeah, no, it's. Uh, I just there shouldn't be such a long wait time between the two. Like, yeah. I, uh, agree. I, I won't get into it. I won't get into it. But um, no, I I totally understand. It is a long wait for physical media anymore. Yeah. Did you guys have anything else that maybe I missed or wanted to talk about? Yeah, flaming hot man. 
Oh, that's Flamin right. Flamin' Hot, man. Cheetos. Cheetos. All right, so <laughs> let me give you... All right, so here's the thing. For the three of us, we all work retail, right? Yes. yes. So for me, I first of all, I like this movie a lot. Um, it's a... a a Mexican man who is a janitor actually couldn't find a job. He ended up getting a job as a janitor for Frito-Lay um, and basically coming up with a formula. Well, he did come up with a formula for Flamin' Hot Cheetos that we eat today. Um, the big thing here is uh, he he saw a need um, that uh, was not being addressed, which was spicy foods uh, in the snack aisle. He came up with this with his family on his own. And he took the initiative to look in uh, his manager's office and find the directory and call the owner of Frito-Lay um, and literally just be like, hey, I have this idea. Um, and and the owner listened to him, the CEO. He came down and, and gave him a shot. And there's even a point where like he gives him a shot and it's not working. So he literally calls up all his friends and family and they just go out into the neighborhood and start handing out flaming Hot Cheetos to everybody. Um, because it wasn't being advertised for us who work in retail. The biggest takeaway for this was that the investment needs to be in the employees and not the company. Right. That's the whole point of this movie. And I enjoyed that. It was like, you know what? Yeah. There's ideas out there um, from the most unlikeliest of places uh, that end up being a billion dollar, you know, investment yeah. or, you know, opportunity for your company. Um, for a movie that I was like, yeah, I'll watch it. I honestly could care less about a movie about flaming hot Cheetos. They do a good job of keeping you invested and entertained. Um, I do believe it's on Hulu, but I think it's also on Disney plus as well. Okay. It's like on both for some reason. So, oh, okay. Um, yeah, definitely check it out. If you're looking for something to watch, it's not long. It's like an hour and a half and I think it's well worth the time. Sure. Perfect. Yeah. I love stories like that. Yeah. You know, that's so I'll definitely check that out. It's important. Flamin' Hot Cheetos. And I'm not even that big a fan of Flamin' Hot Cheetos. Oh, they're so are good. Oh, they are they're so, so good. <laughs> Burn so good. They say that in the movie. His kid is the taste tester. And he, every time he tries something, it's always it burns. But when he gets it right, he goes, it burns so good. And I was it like, you are so, so right. Yeah. Maybe I try Flamin' Hot Cheetos. Oh, I just so good. They, they're, I really they're haven't really given good. them. A, yeah, I haven't given them a fair shot. Maybe they're so mind. hot, but they're so good. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, what... Uh, no, I've, as I'd say, what does transition? I was going to try and transition, but <laughs> yeah, then I yeah. messed up the quote. Uh, it's going to be like, what doesn't hurt or what does hurt so Ooh. good is the ending of the podcast. The yes. I like it. Um, <laughs> I want to thank everybody for listening and or watching. If you're on YouTube, if you're, if you feel so inclined, please make sure to review it on your podcast listening platform of choice. Follow us, review us, share it with friends. It helps us grow and we appreciate it. If you're watching on YouTube, please make sure to like and subscribe and comment on how we didn't talk about your favorite game or that the ending of Rise of the Beast is the work of art that I don't <laughs> understand that it is. So we appreciate all the support that we get. I thank you guys for listening, and we will see you guys next time. See you Bye. later. Later, guys.